0: Welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast with me, Holly Johnson, and my co-host, Molly Pickering. Today, we're joined by our sister title, Women's Running, who we've challenged to do Veganuary this month. Esther is sharing her distaste for fake meat, whilst Holly T is finding it harder than expected to cut out cheese. We also talk about the unnecessary use of milk powder in everything and why some wines aren't vegan. And then we get on to running. Molly and I are training for a half marathon, so need all the help we can get. Q Women's Running to share their training tips and advice for losing the fear. Lasagna al Forno, aubergine parmigiana ravioli, penne carbonara, arabiata pizza, authentic Italian food. Oh, and guess what? It's all vegan. White Rabbit, the Italian food brand with a twist, have been creating truly authentic Italian dishes for years. So they know a thing or two about replicating those traditional Italian dishes with a vegan flair. White Rabbit is available in Sainsbury's, Waitrose, Ocado and Co-op. Head to your local supermarket today. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hey. Thank you. Hey. It's so happy is, to have more people on the show. It's <laughs> so much fun. So Holly and Esther are doing for January, and um, Molly and I are doing... <laughs> but gradually, a half marathon I, <laughs> I just don't think it's the same level of commitment from it's i more... know it's way way more from us I think. <laughs> <laughs> no it is not a fair swap you get to eat nice vegan food for a month me and Molly, Molly and I have to do months of running. Not that we've been doing months of running. <laughs> no, well, we'll get on to that in a minute. But we thought we'd just we'd sort of come together and do a podcast swapsy um, to sort of share our expertise and experience. So Molly, you were on the Women's Running podcast over Christmas. I was. And I'd encourage anyone listening to go and have a listen. It's brilliant. Unfortunately, I was ill with some hideous flu virus thing. Mm. So I missed it. But um yeah, it was it was really good to listen to. And I was kind of listening, going, Oh, oh, I know the answer. Like no. I literally was just there, like, I'm
3: just gonna have a quick Google of this and then I'll give you the answer in a sec. Just because Holly's always the one that has all the clues. And yeah, I just act like a clown Not yeah well long. you
1: you did you did shout out holly a couple of times didn't you and and said if only she were here to answer this question but i she thought you did a great of. job I, I came away more knowledgeable than i went in
3: i i feel like other vegans would have judged me hard but because you guys weren't <laughs> vegan i just sounded like an expert so uh, totally
1: you i was so like did. god this girl knows anything about figs. I do. Yeah.
0: Thanks. She oh, totally knows about fig. figs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Molly, I thought you did a great job. And there were some tricky questions from Esther and Holly, I think. I, I would have struggled right. a bit being put on the spot. So, um, you know.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Molly.
0: Anyway, right. so um, just to quickly mention that the Women's Running Podcast is double award winning, isn't it? So we oh, need, yes. yeah. we need oh, to find... I know, we need to try and win um, one year, Molly. We need to sort of, I don't know, steal some of their ideas or, I don't know, talk about running more or something. About <laughs> <this>. <laughs> but anyway, um, how are you both getting on with January? Should we start with you, Esther?
2: Oh, God, okay.
0: Uh... <laughs> I feel like you're a, sort of, um, what's the word? I feel like you're not the most enthusiastic about Veganuary. Would I be right in saying well... that? Yes, you would be enthusiastic.
2: Uh, you would be right now. I think um, if you'd have asked me two weeks ago, I'd be brimming with it. I think, um, <laughs> like, I loved the idea of it. I was really looking forward to it. Um, and then I did my first shop, essentially. Um, and what I decided to do was to try out all the kind of like mock meat stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I just bought loads and loads of it. And um, I t- it's just not nice. So. <laughs> We <laughs> we've kind of, what's nice is that um, there's been a couple of things that I've really, really, really enjoyed and will definitely now kind of enter into the kind of Esther canon of the mm-hmm. stuff that I cook. But I think one of the two things that I really, really loved was something that I was doing anyway. So I was doing a kind of lentil bolognese thing and mm. I already like it and I like lentils and so that's good. So that's fine. I'm happy to, to incorporate that. And I did a stir fry that where I used, oh, I roasted because I don't really like chickpeas and I don't really like pulses. And that's been a bit of a letdown for me as well. Yeah, <laughs> um that, that's it's very <laughs> tricky. Tricky when you're vegan. Um but I roasted uh chickpeas mm. before adding them to a stir fry. And because they were then crunchy, yeah, that kind of took away the kind oh, of balance. lush. Yeah, really nice and roasted mm. them curry um flavors and things and that was that was really nice um but yeah mostly the mock meat thing hasn't gone brilliant um and I had a flat note. I was I was reordering Sainsbury's today and my other half day but I was like should I get those sausages again he's like no no." and I was like can I can I get Linda McCartney's then so we've gone for the Linda I don't even know if they're vegan linda's uh, she's a classic for a reason you know i feel
3: bad because mm. there's all of these new brands and she carried us for so long and uh. now i'm just on all of these new brands and sometimes i feel like i need to shop a,
1: get a linda sausage in me oh okay. <laughs> yeah you know? i've fully fully uh. forsaken her as well i've yeah. just oh, i've thrown Olympus. her to the to the dogs Yeah, they're uh. delicious
0: though they I don't like delicious. Linda McCartney sausages. I, I oh, don't either. No, oh, they're do. they're kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, weird texture and taste. They're weird, weird, but familiar. So yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> I see that. I see that. If you're
2: craving a bit of the familiarity, <laughs> yeah. then cheesy gal. I, like. <laughs> I, I think also because the new ones that they are they they're clearly there's been so much kind of development in terms of food technology and stuff like no. that that they that there is a closeness with actual meat. But not quite there. Yeah. Which means it's kind of weird for me um, mm-hmm. as a as a meat eater. So oh, and also, and I have to fess up about my biggest cock up. Am I allowed to say cock-up? I don't <laughs> Yeah. <know>. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my biggest cock-up was what the the stir-fry the other night with the chickpeas. We, we normally have salmon or prawns, I think, with that stir fry. <laughs> had chickpeas and I was like, okay. And I was showing off to Dave look you know I've done this and there's no mock meats in it and isn't this wonderful and I, t- I was on my second bite and I was like oh yeah fish sauce <laughs> oh. Oh. it gets us all <laughs> <laughs> actually made of fish in the anyway so yeah
0: we will I let am... you off it sounds Sorry. like you're doing pretty well I think you should sack off the mock beets because yeah. um you know and just stick to the whole foods like you say chickpeas I think it's all about getting texture and mm. flavor because like you say otherwise it could just be mush like chickpeas can be quite mushy yeah. But if you crisp them up, like with tofu or veg or anything, I think it's just, or adding a crunch with like nuts and seeds and things like that. Seeds. Yeah. I found seeds have been great. Lunchtime
2: things, like I tried tofu at lunchtime because Holly Holly, well, Holly and Molly both know that um, (laughs) I'm a tuna salad girl for lunch. Mm -hmm. So I tried to replace that with tofu, didn't get on with it at all. But then Mm -hmm. I replaced it with a sort of lentil salad of my own making with lentils and seeds and gherkins oh, and you know nice. stuff like that or... yeah it was, it was lush 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 and I've, I've loved that and i will definitely be having way more of that at the end of jan than mm-hmm. having the tuna every single day and just raising my mercury levels to <laughs>
3: level, <so. laughs> even if that's all you take from it though at least you know you've then sort of expanded your cooking as you say you were sort of yeah. these were flavors that you were familiar with anyway but you're then sort of swapping them and yeah, just getting a bit more creative with the dishes. You're not the only one to have that sort of feeling about mock meats. I think it's very split between sort of like veggies and vegans. Like it's not mm. for everyone, as you say. The texture is like almost there, and it's the likeness of it is almost there. That it can almost it, it can be too realistic, or it can be for some people that are are, are used to eating yeah. meat. They'd be like, what is this? It looks, my brain is seeing a sausage, but it doesn't taste like how I remember a sausage.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love the sausages. <laughs> I, do, I do love a good veggie sausage. Oh.
0: So yes. how are you getting on Holly? So you're um Holly, let's call you Holly T so that listeners don't okay. get confused because I'm Holly J and then there's Molly and it's just like, why it do we all have similar is. names? Yeah, <laughs> in our company,
1: we didn't we work out the other day that I think 10% of the people are called Holly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is wild. It's I wild. Mean, I mean, a lovely name. That no, is just thanks, ridiculous Mal. because I don't know any other Hollies. Do you?
1: No, only in only at work.
0: Why? Why is that? <laughs> anyway, Holly T, how are you yes. getting on with the January? So you you're veggie, so it's not yeah. as much of a leap for you. It's not too much of a leap though. I have found it much more difficult than I
1: thought I would with the dairy, um, because I think I was feeling quite cocky. <laughs> and actually, I have been knocked down a peg or two. I think <laughs> unlike Esther, I'm very used to mock meats. So I've been quite enjoying that. That's been a bit of a treat because I don't tend to buy too much of them because they can get a bit expensive. But yeah. with Veganuary... So many are on offer, and there's mm. also so many new and interesting ones that I haven't tried before. So I've actually kind of been loving that. I've been doing <laughs> um, lots of well. I have. I'm. A, I have got some some veggie sausages. Sorry, Esther. Um, don't don't want to bring back any Which brand? bad Which memories. Brand? <laughs> well, actually, I did go for cheap and cheerful Richmond veggie a sausages. Classic. Yeah, I really enjoy those. A classic. Um, yeah, I don't know whether I would recommend them to a meat eater because I recommended that this isn't ones to you, and that was what you didn't really enjoy. I think they're the best.
3: I agree; oh, yeah. they are top top dog for me. Yeah,
1: so I'm not sure what whether I would recommend you to, whether you'll actually try a Richmond and go, this is shite. But I personally <laughs> really like the Richmond's, and they're so much cheaper than other mm. brands. So, um. I did those. I really enjoyed This Isn't Bacon's new streaky bacon. Agreed. Agreed. I've not, I've not yeah. even tried that. No, I, don't know. God. I It's mad, guys. It's so... It's. I think actually for some vegans, it might be too much. Like, it looks... It, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I have to admit, when I opened the packet, I did think it smells a little bit like dog treats. <laughs> <laughs> I but find one, this.
3: Yeah. I find this with streaky bacon. I I. I'm such a broken record on this show. All I talk about is my hate of vegan streaky bacon because it's, it has that smell and it, it tastes like cardboard flavored with frazzle dust. That is, yes. long frazzles. I, mm. A lot of frazzled and I love a frazzle. But I love me a too. frazzle. Yeah. Me too. yeah. But, but sort of like not the on after cardboard. T- not on mm. cardboard and the aftertaste, it can kind of, it repeats on me a bit too much. Yeah. It's
2: a bit artificial, isn't it? Yeah. I so get I'm, you. I'd be intrigued to try the. I really love it. Give it a go. The, it's the only one I've liked, actually. okay and yeah, I had my last um bite of facon was oh. uh, was about 13 years ago and scarred me like pretty much for life. And mm-hmm. then I had I had that this streaky this isn't streaky bacon oh. this weekend. Yeah, lush. Brilliant. So good. That is I back had it from the same food shop. So I've got yeah.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad that was, I had that as a little, I had to stop myself getting it again because otherwise I will have it every day. Um, <laughs> but I had it with a bit of avocado, squeeze of lime, salt, and pepper on toast oh, the other day. Nice. It was insane. Um, <laughs> but apart from that, I've been going lunches, but what I thought I would struggle with because I tend to, that's where a lot of my dairy comes in. I tend to have lots of, um, like, I don't know, cheese sani, cheese mm. on jacket potato. Like, I'm I i do not think too much about what I'm having for lunch. I tend to just reach for the nearest thing, and that is often dairy. Um, but I've actually found my saviour to be getting huge tortilla wraps because Amazing. then I just I just whack anything that I've got going. Today we had some falafel, some salad. i oh. just, just throw whatever I've got going in in a rap and i've i've upped my rap game recently guys with buying pickled red onions Ooh, oh nice. yes
3: well nice. done they, uh, from one.
1: from i can't remember i think they were in my tesco shop it's,
3: it's really hard to find pickled red onions the only place i can find them at m&s and oh they are great yes. but some my tesco their pickle game is just not not really
1: well i got them on a I got them on a tezzas delivery so maybe 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 it's maybe it's a delivery
0: do you know what they're so easy to make you literally just slice the red onion up i know bit of like apple cider vinegar (laughs) sugar done i know but just (laughs) if i
3: can buy it and then I get to keep the k- jar and then I can make
0: them another time. <laughs> okay. That's
1: a good idea. We'll pledge to make pickled onions in yes. the empty pickled onion jars when we get through them. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I was saying lunch is going, going really well. Um, and I'm actually really looking forward to the, my, my naughty lunch I've been having that. I look forward to the most is a uh, future chicken.
0: Oh yeah. It's so um, good. It's oh,
1: it's so good. So good. i good been chucking a couple of bits of that in a wrap and then having like some lettuce some cuke so whatever i've got going and... i love that one <laughs> in there that's like puke no <laughs> maybe 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 i'll stay clear of that one i'm sorry I do, I do abbreviate i abbreviate all the foods she guys does. Does.
0: i do I never abbreviate everything it yeah
1: so that's yeah that's been that I was just gonna say yeah that's been me at at lunchtime and then evening hasn't been too different because I tend to do big batch things of like veggie curries or veggie chilies the thing that I found really really difficult is snacks because I just didn't realize how much stuff that I like eating has milk powder in or it's so
3: frustrating it's literally the bane of my life like crisps why is there milk powder in this why I know there's just so many things I get it with maybe like
1: biscuits and chocolate weather but
3: why are we putting milk powder
1: in? Why are we putting milk powder in salt and vinegar Pringles?
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh. What the hell? And, done, and they um, have added more milk powder into quite a lot of the Pringle range because Pringle was my go-to. I love them. bit mm. expensive, but a nice treat, you know? Um, and now Texas Barbecue got milk powder in. Oh, what?
1: RIP. Oh, no.
0: Oh, no. R.O.P. <laughs> <RIP. laughs> it just yeah it's just pointless like i just mm-hmm. yeah just get rid of the milk powder i mean and it's like yeah. it's like i don't know it's like when they put gelatine in stuff and you just think like even like they're in you put gelatine in sweets when there's veggie gelatine now widely available I know,
2: yeah and, and actually sorry sorry well, on. well it's only because you've mentioned sweets which are my absolute thing of choice and, oh really and I, i've been buying vegan um Marks and Spencer's Collins forever, like ever since they launched, because I love them so much. Oh and the best. personally, I think the bite on a vegan sweet is better than a bite on something that's <laughs> I got a think bit I of Agreed.
1: Agree agree. it. yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. I accidentally had some uh sweets laced with gelatin at Christmas. Laced and and they
2: were <laughs> and they were
1: really like they're like, chewy, aren't they? I, yeah, I thought they were going to break my teeth because I think yeah. I'm so used to the soft now, and it, it, I yeah. do agree, it's nicer. It I remember, nicer. like, when I was younger, having like
3: giant strawberries, those are my go to's. Oh, I love a giant strawberry. They're usually vegan, aren't they? Um, I think they are now, but when I was younger, the mm. like because the gelatin was so hard, like biting into it, my teeth just cracked. Well, they didn't, but I felt like they were.
1: Mm. But, oh, no, oh I, now I, they're well, now they're well soft. Those yeah, straws.
2: they are. Well soft, yeah, yeah, they are. Particularly now, if you if you buy 500 gram bags of vegan sweets <laughs> from Oh my gosh, it's vegan, which is sometimes what I do. <laughs> oh is my goodness,
1: you? I'm <laughs> going <laughs> to do that straight after have a this. Look, have a look. So oh you my gosh, go it's online. online. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's vegan. Can you yeah. make your own sort of pick a mix? You
2: can do a little pick a mix. Yeah. Oh, oh no, nice. oh. unbelievably good. You shouldn't have
1: said that.
0: Unbelievably. good. Oh my god,
1: should we all do it and send each other pictures of our little.
0: Oh. Okay, let's do it. I, I'm not a sweet person though. I, I just find sweet oh. like they're not food to me. They're just what are oh. they? And what, are we... <laughs> oh, what a sad life I mean.
2: I'm like I'm like so Holly
0: sad. I'm like Holly T though. I'm more like crisps and wine a girl. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh god, that's the
1: that's the other thing. I haven't actually had to worry about vegan wine yet, but that is is definitely a thing to watch out for. Because I've been doing um I've been doing dry weeks because my vice is always like glass of wine while I'm cooking, glass of wine with my meal. I love it so, and it helps kind of break it up, doesn't it? When you finish a long work day, that that's like a thing to look forward to. And so I've been doing dry weeks, um, and I didn't actually drink wine on the weekend last weekend so this weekend will potentially be my first my first outing into having to distinguish between vegan and not vegan wines yeah so I
3: struggle with that I don't I mean the wines I drink I think they're vegan I probably should look into it more but it's not not always clear is it because the ingredients and the names of the ingredients as well as well are really confusing what's the you know them off the top of your head don't you holly Oh okay. what the,
0: the the weird things they put in wine. Yeah, what are so, they like the the fish bladder and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it, it's called isinglass uh, which the is the fish bladder which again like I was going to say with the sweets even if you're a meat eater would you want bones and and like congealed yeah. animals in your sweets and even if you are a meat eater would you want to drink wine that's been through a fish bladder or through or like egg you know, it's just like it's just a bit
1: grim. It is. It? Grim.
0: Is there is just
3: nothing grim. else that we can use?
0: Like, exactly. Is, <laughs> I mean,
3: is
2: that all we've got?
1: Yeah, what about a sort of a muslin yeah. or something? Some kind That's of, of a
2: bit of muslin. If only yeah. If someone had, yeah, invented something.
0: yeah this is it in this day and age we don't need to be using the fish bladder surely but yeah it's in class it's the fish bladder and then um egg egg white i think it's used to clarify wine and then sometimes it's like a milk protein i think it's casein um Um, but they don't going to
3: say is those names they're quite if you saw them you wouldn't be like oh yes fish bladder i know know what i mean like you wouldn't that wouldn't translate to that so um yeah it's quite hard to spot those
0: But I think more of them are being labelled vegan now. So just have a look. Or go on um, barnivore.com, which lists Ah, like... Oh, yeah, Molly mentioned that. Molly mentioned it. I, yeah, yeah,
3: rapidly tried to search Google for it. It's like,
0: Holly knows the name of this. (laughs) (laughs) I have so much useless uh, information stored in my brain. No, I feel safe now. I feel like I've got my mum <laughs> with me. She's got all the advice. She knows oh, what to do. Mum's here. It's all going to be all right, Molly. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're doing pretty well, guys. Can I just quickly ask, because when, once we get onto running, I, I really need to know my why. Why am I doing a half marathon? So what, what's your why for doing Veganuary? Just quickly, Esther.
2: Um, and not because we
0: told you to <laughs>
2: <laughs> it wasn't it was I leapt at it when we first started talking about it, and um, mostly it's because so I used to be a vegetarian um, right. a long, long time ago, and I know since having kids, particularly that I eat a bit too much meat. So for me, it's health right um, i it's definitely a health thing that I wanted to incorporate more vegan and vegetarian food into our general diet and I thought this would be a good way of testing loads of different kinds of foods to see if I could introduce more and I know and also my other half he's he was also quite keen to have more plant-based stuff and less meat so yeah. it's kind of, that was my why to test yeah. it out also I do love a goal I
0: really, yeah.
2: really like it. It's like, I am doing this, you know, once I've I, I fully commit. So, Which yeah, is
0: why it. you ran the London Marathon and um, the rest of us
1: maybe <laughs> sat on the sofa. Yeah.
0: Yes. The rest of watching.
1: The
3: rest
0: yeah. of you haven't yet. That's no. all. No. Oh, uh, we'll get um, onto the running bit later. <laughs> uh, how, how about you, Holly, just quickly? What's your why? Uh, I think my
1: why is probably. um similar to similar to my motivations for going veggie when I first went veggie I think uh well Polly was kind of practical that I lived with a bunch of people who were veggie and when I was in uni and so it just made way more sense to all cook together um but also i do remember being very struck by lots of the kind of documentaries that were starting to come out at that point it was like the era of kind of cowspiracy and stuff mm-hmm. yeah and so my original intention was always to go vegan um and i have had moments in my life i was vegan for about 6 months in 2019 and i have had times where i've i've been better at being fully plant based because logically I think I do resonate with lots of the arguments towards animal welfare and the sustainability conversation. And so I think as a philosophy, I am very, I'm vegan, very vegan curious.
0: Yeah. So and
1: it makes me feel good. a bit. Thank you. I, don't <laughs> I was going really to that.
3: such a good answer. My, Isn't it? Why, why I went god, to mine my was boyfriend love me yeah <laughs> moz was to manipulate a man into
1: loving her yeah. and i won
0: <laughs> hey whatever your reason you know i think yeah. just doing it it's great uh, <laughs> shall, shall we get on to running then let's do um, it let's do it oh, oh god okay molly right I think like um, this is gonna be a therapy session. I, I know.
1: know it's it's an oh god from from my end as well at the yeah. moment, honestly. I think Esther's the um, In fact, you had a bit of an oh god last week as well, didn't you? So yeah. don't worry, you're in good don't company. Worry. It's all gone a bit tits up.
0: I think it's <laughs> it's that time of year, isn't it? It's it's raining, it's dark, it's cold, we've all been ill, um, bar Esther, and um it's a struggle to kind of get back into it. Yeah.
2: Um
0: so <laughs> Okay, so we've got, we, what? what's the date? It's the 12th of January, this episode's going out. Don't and count down, the, don't count the, down. The London, <laughs> the London Landmarks Half Marathon is on the 2nd of April, is that right? Yeah. So the other day I printed out a training plan, um, yeah. which was like a three-month training plan from the London Landmarks website and mm-hmm. I haven't been feeling very well, so I haven't managed to start it. I did some training before Christmas, but it's all gone off the boil so help us what (laughs) are we going to be okay if we haven't properly started our training yet (laughs) Uh, i would you want to go first yeah
1: Yeah. i'm gonna go i'm gonna hopefully reassure you guys by letting you know that i am running a half marathon on the 5th of march i think it is so a whole month earlier and i have barely started i started properly training this week and i think it you always have a bit more time than you think. I think it comes down to as well. So similarly, the last couple of half marathons that I've run have been disrupted at the beginning by illness. Um, It's almost as if my body is like, don't, don't do this. (laughs) What if we didn't do this? (laughs) (laughs) And I think that, is you know it's a it's a knock back to the training to a small extent but i think genuinely it's mainly just a mental knock back that it makes you yeah. think like you won't it won't have all gone off the boil hole any of that training that you've done prior to christmas it takes it takes a while for your body to lose that and um it will just be a case of building back up from it i think it's about knowing that you, uh, I think, similarly coming back to terms with that why that you were asking us about for January, because if you want to run a PB, if you want to absolutely smash it and it be your fastest half marathon time, or if you want, you know, whatever your kind of primary goal is, then I think your training is going to is, is going to kind of build towards that. So I, yeah. I would do a kind of A, B, and C goal. Esther and I did last time we did a, a half. And my A goal was just to run the whole thing. Um, and I didn't care about time and it, it all worked out absolutely fine. And I I met the goal, but I still had a B and a C of just to cross the finish line and to turn up at the start line Survive. because I was so Yeah, because <laughs> I was so worried about how it how illness was going to have impacted the training and I wanted to make sure that I had sort of reserve goals. So I think maybe doing something like that mentally in your head so that you can kind of understand have something that you're really focusing towards that isn't just run 13 miles because that does feel very daunting and also 100 percent why on earth would i do that just to end up back in the same position that i started yeah um just to sort of run a run a loop back yeah. but um but to have a kind of have a reason that, of, of a kind of goal like breaking it down into kind of smaller goals that are a bit more manageable and that you're you've got a kind of an a, a B and a c does that help at all
0: Yes. I mean, very. Do, do you have, do you have a goal? What, what, why are you doing it? Well, this is what I need to, I need to get my head round because we're, we're doing it because we thought it would be a good idea to kind of get us fit and do a swap on the podcast and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you come into our world a bit and we come into yours, but I don't think my hunger is there like I Mm -hmm. did the only time I've run a half marathon was um 10 10 years ago after having my son and I think I was just in that like I'm gonna prove I can do everything I'm a mum but I can get fit again and you know Mm -hmm. um and I I ran it with very little training and threw up for the rest of the day afterwards and I just vowed yeah I vowed never to do it again it was horrible um so I guess I've got that at the back of my mind and I'm just thinking why am I going to put myself through this whenever I do a lot of running I get injured I have a lot of knee pain so I suppose that negative bias is there in my head Mm. um and a lot of it's mental isn't it it's like with athletes Mm -hmm. a lot of it's like you know um that what's the book the chimp paradox have you read that? Yeah. And it's all about that, that noisy chimp, at the you know, the sort of emotional <laughs> part of your brain going, you can't do this. Why are you doing it? Don't be silly. And it, I think <laughs> I've got that. And I need to just quieten the chimp down. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's interesting, yeah.
2: isn't it? It's, it's like that. You know, the episode that we did with, um, we did an episode, um, I don't know, about 10 episodes ago with a psychologist called Josephine Perry, who's right. so interesting. And she was talking about, you need to figure out why it is you're doing a thing. And it yeah. can't be it cannot be any negative reason it can't be as a punishment yeah So it can't be to lose weight or, yeah. Or bec- or yeah because I'm going to make myself in some way better than I am now it, c- it just can't be those things but okay I think if you um one thing would be to imagine how you're going to feel on the finish line um okay. and not how you did the last time but how you would like to feel on the finish line and think about how um how you might be proving to maybe your family or to yourself that you can succeed at this. And and just think of the pride that you might feel at the end of that race and, and how absolutely brilliant you are going to be, you know, because you'll be just like, you know, overwhelmed that you've done it and you've done well, it for free and you've done mm. it. Yeah, you, you, you haven't thrown up because you've followed the strategic <laughs> plan for your nutrition and <laughs> um, for your training. Um, and just think about those and t- really try and visualise you there at the finish line feeling absolutely brilliant. And that can be a really motivating factor to getting you out there and training. Um, okay. Yeah, that's, that's what this, I'd say. This sure. is
0: brilliant mm-hmm. advice, isn't it, Molly? We need to imagine ourselves crossing the finish line together and then going to that restaurant and eating know, the biggest pizza. Gonna... Yes, I was going to say. That is always what I focus
1: on too. When I
3: first (laughs) signed up for the race and I started running, I hadn't run at all. Well, I'd done a bit, but sort of mainly like probably couldn't run further than like two k without being like uh," whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And the whole time I was doing it, I was like, "Do you know what? That pint when you finish is just going to be so (laughs) nice, isn't it? Oh yeah, really lovely. It's going to be really, really nice."
1: I think Um, there's no problem with having a sort of like pint on the end of a stick, essentially.
2: Oh, God.
1: Absolutely. That is also how I do most of my running as well.
2: I would also say when it comes to your training plan that um, while because I've done the same thing. I've printed out a training plan um, and I look at it and it fills me with absolute fear and dread. Mm -hmm. And I hate it. Every time I see it, it just feels like it's hitting me around the head. Yeah. Yeah um and I'm what I'm not doing is following my own advice which mm. is to just have the next two weeks on show right. so even if you've got it's good to have the full thing so that you can mark off like when you've got holidays when you've got times where you can't make the weekend run or whatever so you can sort of figure out those bits logistically mm-hmm. yeah but on my fridge what I want to see is what I'm doing this weekend and next weekend so I just want to see those two weeks because otherwise because I'm training for the London Marathon At the end of April. Otherwise, I'm going to be constantly looking at my 22 mile long run. On that, just going, oh my god, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. But if I'm just looking at the next two weeks, I'm like, oh no, 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 those are achievable mileages. Yeah, I, I, I can do those runs. And there's nothing too onerous on there. It's all like, you know, rest days.
0: I I write rest day really large. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Oh, Really good advice. What about strength training then? Because I have always found if I don't do the strength training, um, I do start to get niggles and pain. But how do you fit it all in? You know, like kids or no kids, job, you know, social life. How do you fit in strength training and then all this running? Okay, well, how many times are you going running a week on your plan? Um, I think five days a week.
2: You're running five days a week? I think that's what it says, yeah. Oh, hold that is Hold back
0: off. Don't, no. don't, I wouldn't be asked. <laughs> this I be this is the training plan from the website.
2: No, no, no. That's ridiculous. Not for a half marathon. There's just no need to do five. From You're our gonna... website.
3: No, 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 from no. the uh, London landmarks. Oh, London Landon. landmarks! Yeah. You need to get the word from the women's. Rep, okay,
2: you do. I, look, have a really good look at it because I think that's bonkers. There's, I mean, even marathon runners. Uh, as a marathon, as a marathoner in training, the most I'm going to do is four. But oh, okay. Most, mostly, I'm going to do three. Like I'm doing two, three. So you do for all yeah. of your, your runs one long one at the weekend, right? Okay. See if you, and the other two, see if you can do them slightly more technical. Right. So do it, do a faster one or an interval one. Up the hill or something.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) Up and back, up and back, up and back. Just do that 10 times. Done. Sorted. Then you've got time to do your strength training. Do maybe one or two times a week. Do some strength training for 20 minutes, half an hour.
0: Okay. That sounds more manageable. Don't stress it. What about like, so is it, does the race start like 9 a.m.? So how are you, are you getting like staying in London the night before?
2: Ah, so I'm not actually going to do it. So I'm fessing myself on the Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But I haven't actually told the organizer that I'm not going to do it. Um yes, I would if I was doing it, um, and the reason I'm not going to do it is because it is too close to yeah. um London Marathon. Yeah. And I just Don't... I just can't do the half marathons that close to it. Yeah. because um, I'm gonna be doing some awful distance at that point. Um so Uh, yeah, stay overnight somewhere if you can find somewhere to stay overnight. Because although it starts at nine, um, you'll have to get there for quarter past eight probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just it's that's a bit of an evil time. It is an evil time for a half. Yeah,
1: I didn't realize it started at nine. Usually halves
2: are a bit a bit later. It's usually full marathons that start that early. I think it was like the full.
3: Um. So the first like wave of people with is it the shortest time that you've
2: registered for you then go first and then yeah usually
3: okay yeah oh, it, so might,
2: we... it might be it might be that you're not going until like 9 50 or, or 10 yeah. O'clock even yeah oh, we
0: can rock up a bit later then molly we'll go for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> nice. i
3: i at this moment in time i'm so anxious about it i think
1: oh, the last sort
3: of few mm. times that i've sort of spoke to holly and esther about running in general i've just I can't do two runs and not be in pain with my legs. It's yeah. it's really frustrating and I don't know what's going on. Um I'm going to a chiropractor on Friday which I mentioned the other day. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm hoping that sort of they might be able to help me. I think it might be a balancing and I think my hips are slightly off and that's causing like when I'm running I'm not moving my body in the right way and then hence mm.
2: the pain. Yeah. Um but sort do you of going know back- I was going Sorry. to ask about shoes. Do you know? Um, do you know if you're in the right kind of shoes?
3: I'm wearing the ones that you give me, so I just assumed ah. that
2: they were right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you know? Do, well, yes, <laughs> they could well be, but they might not be. Do you know if you pronate or not? What does that mean? Ah, so, <laughs> this is—is this is a good conversation to have now? So, um, so. I'm going to use a visual medium again, which is rubbish. I'm always That's doing fine. this on the podcast. Where I go, look That's at this. <laughs> <All> right, so <laughs> Imagine these are your feet, she says, holding her hands up horizontally. Um, <laughs> if you pronate or overpronate, so one or the other, M- most people, when they walk, they're sort of walking kind of with their mm-hmm. feet fairly level. Um, but occasionally... Um, your feet can kind of either move inwards a bit like that so the inside of your feet kind of can come out with the ground first Mm. pigeon toed they call it maybe a little bit pigeon toed or like that Um, mine on the
3: outside I've got no yeah no balance at all Um, I say balance but like sort of with my feet like when I stand I Mm. I fall over it's really really weird I've sort of had it all my life um, where there's just no stability I'm really really trying sort of putting my weight in my big toe to balance me but Mm. I'm just my brain doesn't naturally put me into balance so I walk on the edge of my feet
0: right
2: um okay so I I would say your absolute first thing that you should do is go Mm -hmm. to a specialist running shop and have a gait analysis okay um and so what they'll do is they'll video you on a treadmill and Mm -hmm. they'll look at your feet and see where you land and they will suggest what kind of shoes you should be running in and it might be that you that that neutral shoes which is what you've got from me mm-hmm. might be fine for you but actually maybe an inner soul could actually call uh like solve all the problems that you've got it might be something very very small but from what yeah. you said because you've said you've got balance problems and because you're kind of on the outside of your feet and all that sort of thing i mean it's it's going to be definitely one of the causes of the problems that you've been feeling in your shift mm, Yeah, if not the cause, and so yeah. I reckon there's there is the strong likelihood that a actually a small change to what you're wearing on mm-hmm. your feet could solve all of that issue. Brilliant. Yeah,
3: I yeah, I am hoping it is going to be something small because the other day after Christmas, I I did my first run and I was really sort of um, nervous about it because I i had an injury in my leg and then i had covid and then it was christmas and i was just like i'm not going to run absolutely I just fair wasn't there. um so it started back and my first run it was so good i like felt like i ran longer than what i maybe had previously and i had no pain because i had like compression socks um to sort of support the pain in my shins um and then the second one it came back and then sort of i couldn't really walk after it so that put a slight dampener on it but I'm still doing um like hit workouts and weight training just to keep up my stamina while I'm not running at the moment that's great I sort of get checked up and see what's going on
0: yeah. um
2: it's free definitely sorry all right sorry Ellie, you, you go ahead <clears throat> I was
0: just gonna say it's free to get your gait analyzed yeah. isn't it at running shops yeah, yeah so you, know. and you're, you're
2: under no obligation to buy anything yeah okay. so so go, and and actually when you are there, because they will, they will try and sell you stuff, obviously because mm-hmm. they're a shop, try on the shoes that they recommend and then say, yeah. I'll just go away and think about it, which is what everyone does and then buys them online anyway. Uh, <laughs> Why <what laughs> is it? <Yeah. laughs> Poor old running shops. Poor old running shops. <laughs> um, so go and do that. Um, but okay. do, do that as soon as you can, because it could be a very interesting result. Yeah, that, Like, you know, like you were talking about, you know, you thought that maybe they might be shin splints or something. And I was trying to say to you, actually, Good chance it is that it's not shin splints because you wouldn't be able to run at all. Yeah, if you if you were carrying on damaging your shins because shin splints are actually kind of micro fractures in the bone. Ooh, right. So you you really you really wouldn't be able to even take up running again within two weeks if that's what you you had. Okay. So it's more like dramatic. dramatic.
1: <laughs> yes. Or you're not more. You might not be, yeah, and in which case, be. then you do need to give yourself a rest. And obviously, your health and staying injury free is always more important than you know Absolutely. that we can find another goal we can find another thing if you do yeah. want to do a running goal um and yeah there's been run? there's been many a race exactly could you yes, do a park run, run. yeah we've done many uh yeah not, what am i saying just a park run Park
0: run. much better than a half marathon right now but <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, guys, you've been so helpful. I feel like we should start another podcast, like, oh, uh, I, I don't know, know, just with the four of us, don't you? So oh, we've got the time. Yeah.
2: Podcast. yeah.
1: <laughs> Please write in if people want us to do that and let us know.
0: <laughs> it's just so nice having the four of us together. Well, It's um, been lush. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. And, yeah, we'll see you, um, if not at a work event, we'll see you on the start line, <laughs> except not you, Esther, <sighs> You're doing the big fancy run, so I'm honey, worried. you're
3: not doing it either, are you? Well,
0: I'm doing. Well, I was just thinking if Esther isn't doing it, am I? I got a to- minute. We're supposed to be doing it with you guys. What's going on here? <laughs> no, it's not. we're not.
3: It was just me that was doing it.
1: And- <laughs> <laughs> I we're doing the Paris half in March. We Esther are. can't do the London landmarks probs because, as you said, I guess you've got London too soon coming up after that. However. I would technically be in half marathon conditions and ready to go. So I will chat to Esther after this. And I don't want to commit myself on the pod live on air.
0: (laughs) Don't do that because that's what me and Molly did. did. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so
1: bad for doing it, guys. I'm so bad for doing it. That's the only reason I've done any of the bloody races I've done. But um, I will talk to Esther afterwards because if they do still want somebody to do it and they don't want to lose a place, then here is a person who is probably going to be half half marathon ready so wow. okay let's talk later <laughs>
2: Amazing.
0: thanks for listening let us know what you think by leaving us a review or emailing simply vegan anthem.co.uk we'd love to hear from you we'd also love it if you joined us on patreon to help build our little vegan community and keep the podcast going from £2 a month, you get a range of perks, including full video of each episode, free downloads, and the chance to connect with other listeners. See you next week.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well